0: A very warm welcome to the Data Professional Stories, a podcast powered by change leaders. Our today's guest is Jayachandran, VC. He came from telecom domain with overall 17 years of industry experience, where he has hands-on experience in advanced artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep learning, natural language processing, project management, customer experience management, cost analytics, and inventory management. So, Jayachandran, welcome to our show. Yeah,
1: thank you, Sneha, for your warm welcome. And... uh... Especially for providing me this opportunity to share my uh, industry experience and knowledge, which somehow if uh, motivates someone else to get a career transition or get a better opportunity in the career. Thank you.
0: Please tell us something about yourself, about your family background, and then your academic journey.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, basically from Kerala, uh, from a very uh, average middle-class family. Uh, my education was entirely done in Kerala itself, except for my graduation part, which I actually done after my uh, first job. I, I done my graduation through uh, organization-sponsored continued learning policy. Uh, I'm married to Biba and uh, I have two kids, uh, one is years, and uh, second one is four years, respectively. Uh, regarding my education, I actually, I told I graduated from uh, BITS Pilani, Berlin Institute of Technology and Science, Pilani Rajasthan. in engineering technology it was actually after my diploma in telecom technology earlier in 2004 Mm -hmm. uh, i got yeah i got placed in this uh, first organization at the time of a final year of my uh, engineering diploma and later uh, joining this organization only i could uh, complete my graduation
0: okay so how did you land in your first job
1: uh, actually, at that time, earlier in 2004, when I was uh, in my final year uh, education on uh, diploma, engineering diploma, actually I uh, accidentally only I got into the telecom technology um, domain, I mean, telecom technology course in my final year diploma. Okay. Uh, but at that time, that was actually a booming time for the telecom um, uh, industry. Only the service providers were just building the infrastructure. they were a requirement of plenty of manpower at that time for building and, roll out and rolling out their new network and basic infrastructure. So fortunately uh, that, uh, then a the service provider in Kerala called uh, Escortal Mobile Communications, they came to our institute uh, for a um, I mean um, interview and uh, they placed I mean got, I got placed in their organization in 2004 itself. Uh, that before actually completing my final year exam, so I started my career as a, um, a BSS engineer, BSS in the sense, base station subsystem in the telecom uh, infrastructure as a BSS engineer. The basic work was and uh, basic troubleshooting, customer complaints attending, visiting the customer premises, and attending the complaints. This was, a, this was my initially uh, my uh, job in the telecom industry. This is how I started my career in 2004.
0: Okay. So what was your mindset five years ago about how you're going to take your career ahead?
1: Yeah, uh, for me, exactly five years back, if you ask me about my mindset, uh, I was actually comfortable. I I, I decided to continue in, in that current role at, at hmm. that existing time. Uh, just continue that role and uh, that was really com- comfortable for me. There was no harm. There was no stress in my uh, career, so I decided to continue. But uh, somehow I uh, later on was I started thinking of uh, changing to a new domain because uh, data analysis and the business analysis, especially, was uh, part of my KRA. So I started uh, growing um, an, uh, interest in uh, data analysis and uh, especially data science. A few of my friends actually got uh, placed or, or transitioned transition transition to data science industry. That also motivated me. But initially, it was a bit difficult for me because I don't have any coding experience, I don't have any uh, uh, software development experience. So, somehow I uh, um, decided to go ahead with the learning uh, by motivating, some kind of self-motivation. I started learning better science and uh, in between some I, sometime I lost the focus uh, and I thought it is not possible for me to get into the place where I am mm-hmm. looking for. But again, uh, uh, some incidents like uh, some of my friends motivated me, uh, that they told that you can make it, try hard, uh, do some coding on your own and get some real-time data, work on that. So slowly, I actually uh, built the interest in uh, coding and learning the data science, and finally, uh, I got into exclusively in the larger platform on this data science industry. So, uh, in short, it was actually in uh, five years down the line, if you uh, ask me, my mindset is actually uh, to look into a transition in my career uh, exclusively, which is the uh, leading domain, uh, our leading industry currently, the booming industry. In 2000, uh, 2004, it was telecom IT, now it is exclusively data science. So that was my um, approach towards uh, moving to a different domain.
0: How did you learn coding uh, by yourself, or you get any mentoring from from someone who's expert into that? And uh, how did you overcome those challenges?
1: Yeah, uh, that was actually a real uh, challenge for me. Um, uh, initially, uh, there was a program sponsored inside my organization earlier, past organization itself, for online learning platforms. Um, and I started learning some uh, basics about uh, web I mean, website web development. It actually uh, means that development, the course name is. Okay. And I um, actually, uh, at that time, we only had uh, I, uh, laptops issued by the organization. But I hired some laptops and I started uh, learning my own. Uh, okay. By going through these online courses, I started learning my own. And I started building a web portal for the internal purpose within the organization. So actually, it took six or seven months to complete the web portal. It was a very simple web portal. But ultimately, I was very much satisfied I could make it. It was a very, very basic uh, web portal. And my organization, my mentors and my managers actually appreciated me for developing such kind of a web portal, which is uh, for internal purpose only. So that actually motivated me to learn further coding. And in uh, 2017, actually, I decided to learn Python uh, from my friends. I came to know that it's... Somewhat uh, simple language to learn uh, as far as the uh, coding uh, platform is concerned. So I uh, actually I learned it myself only. Um, provided I had a certification in done a certification in advanced analytics and uh, business uh, intelligence earlier in 2017-18. Part of uh, the uh, syllabus was uh, this coding. So from there also uh, I got the online um, education, online teaching. So uh, slowly, I built up the uh, on the coding part, I, and I tried building more and more uh, platform, I mean uh, web portals of my own just for the academic interest. So this is how I learned, and I use social uh, platforms like LinkedIn, Udemy, all these platforms I used to learn Python,
0: uh, okay.
1: and that's how I developed the skill. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, were you always wanting to get into data engineers or you have developed an interest while exploring your skills? Yeah, I
1: I actually uh, developed the interest uh, through my mm-hmm. existing roles in uh, the previous organizations or okay. my organizations. Yeah, I actually basically i am a, uh, I'm a full-time learner. I uh, I mean, uh, besides my regular work, I actually learned from the... Uh, work and, and uh, I use these uh, available materials in the internet and uh, on YouTube with the tutorial. I always learn I, 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 and uh, I would like to upskill myself to cope up with the uh, then uh, industry, which are the leading industry. So, I done a lot of uh, learning in this regard, especially on the upcoming, in the telecom industry itself there was uh, 5G, I mean, at that time it was 4G, then, uh, now it is 5G. So I continued learning, I developed the skills in myself only, okay. So uh, this is how I upskill uh, myself and uh, and I also was uh, observing a lot of things, like at that time in uh, 2015 or 16 time, we had that uh, Alexa, Amazon Alexa launch. I was wondering how this is working, so I wanted to know the background, how this is working. I was using iPhone at that time, so uh, that we have the CD, how the CD dies a particular number when we are uh, I mean, telling the name of the contact person. So this is how I actually wanted to know the basics, uh, what happens behind these technologies. And uh, this is how uh, I learned myself, I learned the interest myself on uh, these new technologies. And that's how the, the data science also came to my mind.
0: Okay. Please share which type of roles you were handling in data science organizations and how did you transform yourself from hardcore telecom engineer to data scientist? Yeah.
1: In uh, my uh, all, all, uh, previous organizations, I had this uh, huge amount of data. Especially in telecom, uh, you have huge amount of data in your uh, day-to-day work environments. Like I was in the technology front. Uh, I had actually uh, interactions with the business people, sales, marketing, all these people I had interactions so within technology itself we had uh, regarding our uh, technology equipment network nodes we had lot of uh, reports automated reports coming in and uh, in the business side also uh, like customer uh, details customer complaints customer churn details and on the marketing side uh, retailer side on the enterprise side so we have a lot of real-time data so uh, when i started uh, getting more interested into this data science field i actually decided to utilize it actually only uh, this is pure data real time data we have in front of me i have in front of me so i started looking into this data and besides just uh, taking the data and uh, doing some analysis i have used this knowledge of python and uh, data business analytics skills in that and i presented these findings I presented the business insights, which I uh, extracted from this data to my managers, my business uh, uh, vertical. So, uh, they were actually, uh, uh, appreciated me for making such insights. Actually, at that time, uh, there was no uh, exclusive uh, data science team in the organization. So, I could utilize this uh, specific skill, uh, skill set in um, I mean, uh, making the business more, uh, uh, profitable, at least for a uh, small uh, uh, territory. So that's how uh, I actually uh, myself transitioned to data science industry or data science field within the organization. I used the available reports and uh, used my acquired skills in Python, data science, business analytics, applied on that, and I extracted some business insights and shared to my organization. Although it was not uh, a, a part of my KRA, I did it. And uh, this is how uh, I utilize the available platform or available resources to transition myself to this data
0: science. Okay, so what is your domain of expertise and how do you use data science in it? Mainly,
1: my uh, domain of expertise is in the uh, technology operations, telecom technology operations, that the day to day operations, customer uh, complaints attending, and uh, later on, the uh, project management, that means. Providing new technologies, new, uh, new capacity additions for the existing telecom network, telecom infrastructure uh, on the 2G, 3G, and 4G front um, and ensuring the network availability. Uh, that means uh, the 99.99% network availability is my uh, was my uh, responsibility, key responsibility. So basically on the technology operations, uh, if you ask me about the uh, major e- expertise on the technology operations, uh, project management, and the business analysis. These were my uh, major exp- exposures, and uh, I told I actually utilized the <coughs> available platform uh, on the uh, these these three uh, domains. We have uh, various reports. Uh, maybe we are dealing with various reports: business reports, and uh, operations report, and uh, project related reports. So all these customer complaints related reports. So it's all about data. So. Uh, Future is going to be data. So I actually realized this fact three or two or three years before, and I started working on that. And I made actually I made some uh, one or two applications on the data. I mean, uh, at, the, at artificial intelligence front and uh, presented myself. I mean, presented the report to my uh, organization. One example, if I caught uh, about the most popular when I, we are learning the data science. Also, this is a uh, popular thing: the customer churn prediction. So being in the telecom industry, I have this real-time data of the customer uh, churn. So I, uh, with the to approval itself, I developed a portal by which by entering two or three inputs about a customer, you can predict whether the customer is prone to churn or the customer will retain. So this kind of an application I developed myself and uh, uh, presented to the business. So they were really satisfied and uh, some uh, somehow they could uh, manage the Port uh, out in a specific area, which uh, was a pain area for them in the in of you turning know, or port out, they could manage it with my application. So, uh, this was my key uh, uh, deliverable at that time uh, towards the data sign. And uh, I have used these uh, findings, these uh, um, inventions in my further uh, career. Uh, Proceeding
0: yes, okay. So could you also please share like we have noticed why people not try the uh, banking domain Like uh, we have seen that many data scientists only get into the telecom industry or healthcare industry not into a banking domain Though we all know their uh, banking has a lot of data into it
1: Yes, okay. Yeah, so you you, uh, you mean to ask uh, why banking people are not coming. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct yeah. actually uh, uh, as far as the banking industry is concerned, I, I as per my experience and my knowledge, uh, there is a lot of scope in data science for the banking people. The thing is that it is more of a financial nature. All the financial nature, there is a clear uh, scope for forecasting. Okay? Because all these data in the banking industry or the financial data, all these data are um, purely time dependent data. And, and, and you can utilize the uh, various kinds of machine learning algorithms on this banking data. In fact, we also in the telecom industry also have some time-dependent data. Uh, if you ask me the specific model, you can use a time series forecasting model on financial data, especially on the financial data. So I think uh, for the banking people, a lot of banking people I know, I mean uh, personally know that they are working for the uh, I mean uh, tra- towards the transition to getting to data science. Of course, there is a huge scope for people in the banking industry to. Uh, coming to this data science industry. Only thing, if they 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 are um, I mean uh, they can use their available data and even if it is a small data, even if it's a very small algorithm they are uh, applying, only thing they have to uh, work on that, spend some time on that uh, to develop an algorithm, to understand the report what they are handling, get the knowledge from, a lot of platforms are there, you can get a lot of uh, insights, you can learn a lot of uh, examples from the YouTube uh, the, uh, tutorials, a lot of uh, good tutorials are there, and spend some time on your after your working hours daily working hours. You spend some time at least one or two hours a day. Spend some time, it is not possible in, in a one month or two months. You have to spend at least six months, perhaps one single problem may take six months or seven months to solve the problem. But still, you have to be you have to adhere to that. You have you should have a good focus on that till you're getting a you are getting a, uh, I mean a solution for that. There is a solution for everything. Of course, you will be, there will be a lot of uh, roadblocks when you are uh, trying to build a model on your available report. But uh, you can uh, work on that. The more and more time you spend on that, you learn more and more. And uh, ultimately, you can solve the issue. I have real examples for that. I actually worked there on a simple uh, project for seven months. You won't believe that. seven. Actually. For an expert, it may take uh, one month, maximum Mm of one month. But actually, I spent seven months because I actually wanted to solve this problem. And I uh, tried various platforms, I contacted various people who are currently working in the data science industry. So, uh, I think one can uh, be, it's a sure transition uh, for oneself. One, if they are really willing to, really want want to be in the data science field, just spend some time. Just spend some uh, good time on the data science I mean, uh, industry. I mean, uh, skills and knowledge the, on the tools Python, tools or any other uh, platforms like PyCharm. Uh, uh, Another ID is Jupyter Notebook. Get uh, used to it. There is no age limit. I am uh, clearly saying there is no age limit. There is. Don't look at your past experience. You can transform into a, a data science industry. Only thing because all the industries are dealing with the data currently Hmm. every industry every organization have data uh, with them So utilize this data for getting some business insight Whatever small it is get some business insight present your manager if uh, in the next step you can build some small applications So like this only every people grow. There is no uh, bond data scientist
0: right. have you developed any real AI application in earlier organizations while you were in the learning stage
1: Yes yes, yes. correct. yeah I have done uh, uh, exactly two or three applications in uh, my earlier organizations uh, one I already told like uh, in the customer churn uh, prediction uh, front um, there was some uh, in the telecom market is a uh, uh, huge competition is going on so uh, in some selected territory, some ter- selected geography, there was huge uh, churning happens to customer. Actually, the churn within the organization, there are multiple platforms like different tariff plans. For the customer opting for another tariff plan is also treated as a churn. So, why this churn happens is a, uh, not only the telecom industry, but it is high importance in the importance in, uh, telecom industry. So, I have done that, that uh, um, application for. Uh, in. Predicting a customer's nature, whether he will retain or uh, churn, and uh, that application is still using that organization. And the next, next thing, uh, next application I have developed on the network traffic forecasting. Uh, that's a time dependent data, it's called a time series model uh, using the neural network, deep learning. Uh, that actually predict the, uh, um, uh, forecast the traffic of a particular node in the network. So by uh, forecasting this traffic, the organization can plan on the cost incurred for the uh, capacity how much capacity we have to plan for the next three months, how much capacity we have to plan for the next six months. Like this, uh, they can plan. So these findings were very really important and uh, they are still using the, uh, this, I believe. Um, these are the two major uh, uh, applications I have developed in my uh, previous organization. There are uh, other uh, other applications also, but there are other too, I can remember now.
0: Okay, when did you start working for a shift to another domain outside of the telecom industry? Uh, yeah,
1: actually uh, it was a, more, a smooth transition. Um, as I told, analytics was also part of my KRI and uh, I, in the last uh, uh, three or five years down the line, I, start, I found myself working in a larger platform of AI and ML. Okay, in uh, telecom, uh, actually, uh, we currently that telecom industry has separate uh, data science team. But at that time, uh, uh, five years or uh, four years down the line, I never find uh, an exclusive data science team in that organization. So, I uh, uh, with my academic interest, I learned all, all this, and uh, around the 2017 18, uh, four years back, I actually Um, working for this domain, and uh, within that organization, I developed this as a separate uh, entity, uh, uh, separate vertical, and uh, that's how the organization realized there is a huge scope for improving uh, if we apply data science to uh, available uh, reports, available uh, resources. Okay, so that's how I started working for another domain in the uh, existing organization. Later, okay. move to a larger platform.
0: Okay, and how did you learn data science in depth and develop coding skills?
1: Okay, um, initially, when I decided to move ahead with the data science profile or the started dreaming on an exclusive role in data science industry, A and ML industry, I decided to get a certification. So it was actually. Uh, tough task for me to identify a good institute because there are plenty of institutes providing data science certification. Uh, only difference I found is that uh, the duration of the course and the course feed. The content was the same for all the institutes. Whether it is a, a locally uh, available institute, whether it is an online platform, whether it is in a premium institutes like IIT or IAM, all the institutes are providing the same syllabus, same content uh, of the learning, but the only the difference was on the uh, Cost aside, so I, I, I studied a lot on this how to select a good course, and ultimately I ended up on a um, business school. It's a reasonable for a reasonable cost, and um, actually it was a six-month course they have offered initially. But due to some reason, it extended up to uh, one year, and after that I got uh, uh, certified as a an, uh, business analytics and advanced uh, AIML uh, certification I got. And actually, uh, after that, uh, I got the basic knowledge only from this certification. That's what I, after the interviews, one or two interviews, I attended for the data science job. I realized that I got only 40 or 50% of this knowledge. So, after that, I learned uh, from um, YouTube platforms. A lot of good tutorials on YouTube. I used LinkedIn platform. I used Udemy platform. All these platforms were really helpful. Um, on building further and uh, uh, getting more sound knowledge in the data center. And for Python, I uh, I, uh, have this, uh, um, I utilize my available resources like I have a laptop and uh, because for me to get the hands-on experience there should be the resources. Uh, So you cannot uh, get the hands-on experience by just reading all these materials, by watching all these contents. So you have to be hands-on. So, for that, I utilize my uh, time outside the organization uh, working hours and uh, spend a very good time. I mean, huge amount of time invested in that uh, learning all these things. And how, and still, I am not uh, on that much, I am not saying I am an expert in this field, but still, I am on the learning stage only because a lot of uh, variations are, variants are there in uh, data science, like ML, DL. NLP and day to day new uh, transfer new technologies are coming into this field, so still on the learning stage only, but I'm confident I have a good basic knowledge that's the prime important thing you should have fundamentals should
0: be clear is yes, that what you are trying to say should
1: be clear, like okay okay. Yeah.
0: okay, so do you think certifications from leading institutes make one ready for a role in data science?
1: Yeah, that's actually uh, in, uh, what I'm observing in the uh, among the IT people or in any other industry, getting a certification, they think uh, getting certification is uh, is all done. That means once you are uh, certified and you have this uh, physical certificate or all the digital certificate with you, uh, you can appear for an interview and you can perform well. The organization is actually looking for the certifications only. No, it is not uh, it's not right. In fact, organizations, uh, some of the cases, organizations never look for a certification, they test your knowledge only. So, you should have the, just like I said, the fundamental knowledge and your hands-on experience, and you should have real-time experience on what you are uh, looking for. That's what the uh, major or leading organization, almost all organizations look for. So, getting a certification is not the, uh, not 100%, making you not, will not make you 100%, easy. you should work on that. Certification is the, okay, it's for, uh, it, it's, you can show that I have the certification, that means you have, you are associated with some organization and they have certified you that you have the basic skills only, basic knowledge only. So, it's your responsibility, it's your time to invest and uh, uh, get more on it. So you have the basic. So uh, you are going to an organization which is already in an established organization, and they are already dealing with some client or dealing with some clients. So uh, when you are taken to that front, you are uh, you are asked to deal with a client. What will you say on uh, in front on behalf of that customer? Because you have only basic knowledge. So it is your turn to after getting the certification. Next to 50%, you have to learn from yourself. Uh, you have to utilize the resources, all the resources. Spend good time on uh, learning this, have a good focus on that and uh, definitely um, you have to face challenges. Okay, Lot of challenges you will face and you have to uh, clear all these roadblocks and it takes time uh, like I uh, I told earlier. It it may not happen in two Mm or three months time, it takes one year, two years but still you should not give up. That's the, uh, the thing I have to mention here from my experience. Okay,
0: so we can see the challenges will actually mold you in a more uh, skillful person. Correct,
1: correct, correct, exactly.
0: All right, yes. what are the challenges you face in learning from scratch, especially when your majors is in another domain?
1: Okay, uh, when I uh, started learning, for example, uh, on the coding front, uh, I was completely, uh, I started from zero. Like you said, I started from, I had to start from scratch. Okay, so um, initially it was a little bit uh, confusing for me. For me, uh, whether I have to do this or I have to continue on the current uh, uh, learning itself. That means I have two options at that time: either to continue on the uh, telecom uh, domain itself, or to have a, uh, additional uh, non- additional learning on this uh, data science on the coding front. So. Um, and and then I analyzed whether if if I continue on the telecom front I, my, I mean, my opportunities are uh, somewhat uh, restricted to this telecom only but if I learned on the um, learn on the uh, Python or the data science of the coding front I have more opportunities but the, because every industry is having data science uh, profile data science or I mean, vertical so uh, I decided to uh, learn on the data science. So the major challenge, if you ask, is actually uh, when I am facing an issue, when I am facing an error, resolving it. Okay, in the real time also, when I did some uh, projects, when I did some model development, it took some time. And normally, it may took two or three days for me. It took uh, two or three weeks, or some sometimes more than that. So the uh, getting a solution when I am solving, I mean, uh, facing a challenge, when I am facing an error. It takes time because I don't have enough uh, support or I am in the telecom industry and uh, I have to get external support to uh, solve the problem. uh, and how to resolve an error. That was the major challenge. So for the applications I have developed, for the models I have built, that's why I took more time than a normal uh, data scientist or normal uh, software developer take. That was a major challenge I uh, faced.
0: Okay. So according to you, how to keep yourself relevant in the ever-advancing field of data science?
1: Yeah, the only only answer is uh, upskill yourself, uh, be a continuous learner in this uh, current industries so or whatever be the industry, there is a tough competition over there. So only uh, answer to this question is to upskill yourself, don't uh, ever think that you are uh, in a saturated level in any uh, I mean, Domain, you have a lot of uh, uh, things to learn every day, especially if you speak about the data science industry. There are new algorithms, new uh, libraries, uh, new uh, versions of MLP, uh, advanced MLP. Uh, we are hearing a lot of uh, advancements day to day. So, only thing you have to adhere to be your learning, you have to spend time on learning. At least, you have a lot of uh, platforms, you can learn anything from your hands. There are platforms like Medium, uh, Towards Data Science, Machine Learning Mastery. So these platforms will give you latest advancements. What happens? What happened yesterday? What is going to happen the next day in a uh, specific If you take NLP, itself, Natural Language Processing, there are a lot of developments are happening, advancements are happening. So, um, you. So if you don't want to obsolete, you have to learn these new things. And otherwise, uh, there are people, uh, lot of people already to take the challenge, a lot of people are coming out of the institutions and organizations always look for the lower salary and the higher job. Higher so uh, only if you have this uh, knowledge and advancements, what have, what is happening in industry day to day, you have to stick on that, you have to spend good time on that, that's the uh, answer for uh,
0: that question. Okay, okay. What would be your advice for those who are trying to transform into a data scientist?
1: first of all uh, first, first thing is that uh, uh, have a, a look into your decision whether you are comfortable with whether you may be comfortable with your job currently and you may be highly paid and you have a good score for uh, growth in the uh, industry, whichever uh, industry you are working in. So if that is the case only uh, only because there is huge opportunities opportunities in data science, don't go for data science. You are well settled. You have good growth opportunities. You are good performing in your current industry. That's enough. Okay, you can um, continue your uh, journey. Otherwise, if you have built a your own, ex- I mean, uh, interest in data science, and if you somehow if you, you want to uh, move to data science, one or two uh, advice I can give one is that uh, first of all, uh, don't think that you can directly move into a uh, newer organization or a larger platform on AI uh, without doing any hands-on. So you should have some hands-on experience in the data science profile. So uh, you have to use the uh, data availability. That's the first thing. That is uh, about everything. Uh, don't uh, think that you don't have data. You are working in an industry where there is no data. There should be some data. And, and if, even if there is no enough data you have, you can do automation, there are a lot of scope for automation, Day-to- day-to-day operations you are doing, you can automate this, there are a lot of tools for that in, in machine learning itself, so you can automate the uh, jobs or job your are daily uh, perform. so that's one thing, uh, you have to uh, I mean see yourself as a, in a, a data scientist position in a machine learning uh, engineer, ML engineer, DL engineer, NLP engineer and uh, First of all, decide which, which field you want to go, and identify your uh, current industry itself, which is the promising uh, report, which is a promising data you have, discuss with your manager, you can uh, build an application and present to your manager. And by that time, you should have a sound knowledge, a good fundamental knowledge on these things. And uh, uh, you may face challenges, like uh, when you are going for a, an interview, you may uh, get some negative uh, outputs, like you are not at all considered. In the first or second time, you are not at all considered. That doesn't mean that you don't have the knowledge. That take, the, take those interviews as an experience only. How the, the organizations actually look for, or what are their Requirement. Identify this requirement and work towards that. Mm. And uh, don't get, uh, never give up. That's the main thing. You have mm. to, uh, behind that, you have to, you should have good focus on that. Process will be yours. No doubt in that. So, that's my, from my experience, I am telling this.
0: So, you can say consistency is the key.
1: Correct, correct. Exactly. Exactly. Consistency is the key. Mm. You should have focus and uh, consistency in your uh, uh, like you are doing in your current perform- I mean, in current industry you should focus on what you are looking for that's also very important
0: all right how platforms like linkedin can be utilized for one to make any kind of job transitions
1: yeah actually uh, uh, linkedin is a good platform uh, mm-hmm. unlike other uh, platforms which are exclusively giving you learning materials like uh, a lot of platforms which are online teaching, good platforms and good learning contents, are there but uh, LinkedIn. The advantage of LinkedIn is that uh, you can uh, showcase your uh, uh, works on uh, LinkedIn. You can um, uh, whatever be the uh, I mean, uh, task you have done, uh, you can showcase this. Slowly your works will get notified. There are a lot of recruiters, not only job seekers, there are recruiters also present in uh, LinkedIn. So uh, you can uh, get notified with this uh, your work. Because there are huge opportunities for uh, uh, many industries like data science, we just discussed data science. There are a lot of uh, industries and another upcoming industries in blockchain. So, you may get a good opportunity in blockchain in the next two or three years. So, whatever uh, transition you are looking for, do some works, uh, make some uh, good uh, articles, write some good blogs, and showcase your activities in the LinkedIn where all the uh, other people make good connections. First of all, not only your uh, friends or colleagues, you can have connections with other people who are not, I, I mean, known to you through LinkedIn. Your friends are uh, liking some people, so check uh, check that people what is, the, is your or profile, and make um, do some communications. You show your interest and make the recruiters notified by um, your work. Okay, so this is how uh, you can you can. Uh, and all these uh, social platforms like github, uh, medium or analytics, all these can be linked to uh, LinkedIn. Uh, so, you uh, showcase your work, uh, you are getting notified, improve your uh, network connections, improve your communication and um, uh, foremost uh, for important thing is that you can utilize the courses available in LinkedIn, so be a paid member. Okay. Just by spending 1,000 rupees or 1,500 rupees, you can get lot of material, you can get lot of skill bags, some of the uh, skill bags are very important in LinkedIn because the uh, uh, questions they are asking is you cannot get an answer from any other uh, material. You, you should identify yourself. Mm-hmm. So the, that are, those are quality contents available in uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So it's a good platform for uh, any uh, an employee who would like to get a uh, new, new career or
0: transition see where do you find yourself in the next 5 years if in the data science domain or any other upcoming technology uh,
1: yeah i actually uh, is more interested in data science currently but uh, there are upcoming um, uh, technology size which is already in the, uh, i mean uh, growing phase a blockchain blockchain uh, technology um, so uh, my uh, plan is to build my knowledge in the data science domain itself uh, Find more opportunities in data science. Uh, learn more about data science. It's a huge, uh, I mean, um, I mean, uh, learning to be done in data science. Uh, a lot of advancements are ha- advancements are happening. Uh, so five years uh, ahead, uh, I see myself in the data science industry itself, along with the, uh, learning some new technologies like uh, this, like I said, learning new technologies, and uh, then only I will uh, decide whether I have to. Move to another domain, but once you are in the data science industry, your opportunities are unlimited. Okay, so there are a lot of opportunities for you, and uh, I will uh, continue in the journey of learning. Okay, full time learner.
0: Okay, lastly, uh, what advice would you like to give to your juniors who are young professionals and uh, and your peer leaders as well? Okay, Um, basically uh, that's like my
1: uh, earlier uh, answers I mentioned this. Uh, if you are interested in uh, uh, moving to a new profile, you have opportunity. If you have opportunity within your organization, try it first of all. Okay, so every organizations are having different uh, verticals, different uh, um, uh, departments. So uh, identify your interest, identify your passion, and uh, spend some time on that. And uh, in, if it is within your organization, it will be very smooth transition. You can. Uh, build your because you have a lot of uh, colleagues, you have a lot of um, uh, mentors who are already working in that uh, profile. So first try to transition within your organization and learn new things uh, there itself, and then try uh, a larger platform on that. Uh, that's my advice for uh, juniors. Um, and always uh, upskill yourself. Whatever be your like you may be a mechanical engineer, you may be a, a banking professional, just like you said, but uh, identify the skills you want uh, to grow in the future. Okay, just by uh, not just stick on to the current job and uh, there are people uh, who actually want to be in the current role and uh, spending more time on this role, earning money. That's okay, but still uh, if you want to be in a good position in five years or ten years then you will be obsolete You if you don't have enough knowledge. The industry is like that. Mm. More people are coming from the uh, Education Institute, Engineering Colleges other institutes with uh, more knowledge than you. You are in the field for 15 or 20 years, but the new generation people coming out of the industry are having more knowledge than you. Then uh, you will be obsolete. So that's one problem for the experienced people. Uh, you should learn. Experienced people should learn. 20 years of experience is good for your industry, but when you are looking for a job change, you are looking for a growth, mm-hmm. it may not be enough. So upskill yourself. That's a uh, advice um, for the experienced people. My
0: um and, all right. and leaders yeah all right it's time to wind up the session thank you so much Chandran, for sharing your insights to our audience thank you listeners for spending your time here hope you all like it please like share and comment and don't forget to subscribe to our data professional stories a podcast powered by change readers. thank you once again Chandran.
1: thank you thank you Sneha, for uh, providing me this uh, great opportunity in sharing my experience and which uh, somehow I think uh, one or at least one uh, person is uh, motivated by, by this story. Thank you. Thank you again.